Karen Caldwell is a designer of custom gowns and dresses. She uses bold collars. I love it. She does like this retro Hollywood silhouette. And living in Napa Valley, she's sought after by many in Hollywood and, and all over the Bay Area. Welcome, Karen. So your wardrobes lean toward the Hollywood look of the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. At least that's what I've read and, and uh, researched. Yes. Can you tease that out a little bit more? Well, you know, it really comes from a love of old Hollywood movies. I grew up in L.A. until I was 17, and my grandparents they were just down the road from us. And We lived in San Fernando Valley. They cool. lived in the Hollywood Hills. And we would always watch, back in those days, they would run the old movies on television on Sunday mornings or what have you, mm-hmm. yeah, Sunday evenings. And so we always sat down and watched movies together. You know, Jimmy Stewart, and there was, God, there was everybody. Jimmy Stewart movies were popular. Uh, we loved uh, a Mildred Pierce whenever we knew that was going to come on. It was one of my favorite, one mm-hmm. of my favorite costume movies. I think there was just a love of Hollywood. Yeah. And I think it just was a thing that brought my family together was watching movies and uh, the visual of knowing the costume designers yeah. were really the ones that really made that film because the starlets were so, it was really focused on them. Yeah. And when did you move up to the Bay Area? We moved up to Sonoma County when I was about 17. Oh my God, what a shell shock. Yeah, you couldn't, <laughs> but you couldn't let it go. You're like, I'm going to revisit I, this era I couldn't. Era oh, soon. I was, when I remember the first day at this new high school and, and it was, you know, it was it, my parents, my dad got a wonderful new job and we were uh-huh. so supportive. But the school was quite different than the one I went to in yeah. LA, which was William S. Hart High School and uh, in Santa Clarita. And it was, everybody was very stylish there. A lot of my students and friends uh-huh. were in the acting business as children and teenagers. Mm-hmm. So there was just, you know, there were some really good wardrobes. Yeah. And then we moved to the Santa Rosa area and it was yeah. like, oh, bye. Nothing yeah. wrong with Santa Rosa. It's a great yeah. place. But when you came there from LA and then coming there, what a contrast. Sure. So when I showed up with my modern music, early 80s, and uh, 80, I think it was 83 we moved there. Oh, I showed up with my sweet. modern music, go-go's, you know, the, I loved punk music. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you had these kids listening to country music. It was a, kind of a oh my shell gosh. shock. But Ouch. it took a while to kind of blend in, but then people were curious about the way I dressed. Oh, sorry. The yeah. way I dressed and, and things like that. And then you're wearing a beautiful dress You're today. so nice. Thank you. Oh, my it's, God. Thank you. It's, it's, it's comfortable. Thank you. And, and what did you call this, <laughs> this top? You know what? I um, love Inseparable com- bit. You know what it is? I travel a lot. And my husband has this thing where I, he loves me because I don't overpack. Uh-huh. I bring a carry-on. Uh, uh, we'll go to Europe for a month, and I bring a carry-on. Wow. Because you're going to buy more, or no? Well, sometimes that, that does. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, I should say, fortunately, that does happen. Uh, but, but certainly, it's because I really hate having a heavy suitcase. I'm yeah. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to make things that can look different. Like, this could be more of a sundress. Yeah. And then we put this on. It's a little bit more conservative, lunch dress. And I love working with scarves and things that will... You can assemble differently for each place you go to, so it doesn't look like you're wearing the same outfit. Do you travel to Europe much? A lot. Do uh, you? Mm-hmm. Any of that come in your designs? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my cousins are all from uh, Florence, Italy. Cool. So we go there once once a year with the family, and I just love the Italians. Uh-huh. Put me on the Ponte Vecchio, and I can just people watch with all between the tourist. And, and the people that work on the Ponte Vecchio jewelry stores are so elegantly dressed. Uh-huh. I love walking down that and all through Florence and, and studying the women. I oh. love studying women. That's oh, my bad. favorite. And, 
And how often do you get there? We, we usually go there usually around September, October for a month. Um, thank God we're lucky. We have family apartments there, so uh-huh. we, we stay for free. And through that, and my husband is in the art gallery business, uh, and what we do is we travel to see artists, but we make Florence the home base, so it's you know a train ride somewhere else. We're really lucky, very lucky. I was thinking about this question. Well, by the way, I know how much you love fabric because you just walk you just walk through our design studio, <laughs> which is amazing. And you got by caught, the way. you got stuck, oh, kind of like looking at these. Oh, it's beautiful. What you we didn't even open the there. bins. Well, maybe we'll do it on the way out. I'm ready. Like, just go through them all. <laughs> but so. Um, I wondered, where is sometimes a cross-section, maybe when you're evaluating this in Italy, mm-hmm. where, how people look and want to view themselves, mm-hmm. and then the cross between the, the spaces they want to inhabit and mm-hmm. how they look in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about that? And even when you're designing something for an event, like what is the event going to be like? Mm-hmm. Not just the, the social um, scene, but well, what the space looks like? Absolutely. And, you know, often when there's galas, which I do a lot of work on because of uh, formal wear, and I do a lot of mm-hmm. gowns. And sometimes, most cases, like the uh, San Francisco Symphony, the opera, the wonderful ballet, they usually have a theme. So it's nice sometimes if somebody's involved. Uh, a friend of mine is a dinner chair mm-hmm. uh, Thursday, which is Betsy. Oh, right. A, real, a, a wonderful real estate agent, Betsy Linder. <laughs> Cheers, Betsy. And she's amazing, and, and, and you know Amazing, her. strong woman. She's amazing, and she, we're doing something beautiful for her, and we wanted something that was elegant, but it had something to do with the theme, which is celestial. Uh-huh. And so we thought of the sky at night, and so she's got something beautiful. I don't want to give the secret away yet, but uh, the idea of what we did brings in the, the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the constellations in the sky, cool. which is so beautiful. So with, between hand beating and a beautiful color on her, uh, we did something that was theme appropriate, but often I think about what color and what things are people not going to wear because I really want my lady, ladies to stand out. Mm-hmm. To me, that's important so they don't oh, look right. like somebody else. You kind of try to evaluate what the masses or, or no. crowd might look like and then try to do something different? Is that, no? You know what? It, you know, it's often that I find women that are afraid to do something different than what they're used to doing. Mm-hmm. And I love black. It's fun to work with black. But there's so many women that only feel comfortable in this. So my, my, I, I'm very therapeutic about this, but I can often talk them into another color scheme. And they say, oh, I can't wear, I can't wear th- this type of yellow. I'm like, ah, oh, but you can. And so <laughs> uh-huh. I can sway them very easily. And then I, I often let them borrow from my personal jewelry collection. Mm-hmm. And I have some great pieces from the 20s all the way up to current. And between that, they, they, it makes them feel beautiful. And that's, to me, that's... That's something I'd love to, is making women feel beautiful. Now, why, um, is there a, a strict rule behind why people, uh, women don't think they look good in a color? Or is it something I, that... I think the biggest concern with women is their bodies. And I think that's so sad because it's, uh, it, it's something I think we all struggle with. I've had two children. There have certainly been those moments where things change. Uh, black, you know, I think often women think that's very slimming. And, and I, yes, it, it does show off things and it maybe makes them feel slimming. But often a great color in another a texture or something in another color range can make them look even more beautiful. So I try to steer them in that direction if I can. And today you're wearing this beautiful dress, as we mentioned. It's, it's floral print. Do you play with florals a lot? Are there other patterns that you like too? Well, when I started, I started doing this for fun about maybe, I hate to say it, I started fixing some of my own clothes up growing up. I was tall, lanky, um, and pants were never long enough for me, so I'd add lace or something to the bottom of my pants. 
and, and from there it evolved into sewing things and proportionally trying to think, make sleeves that were long enough for my arms, adding uh-huh. things. Oh, cool. Um, I have kind of monkey arms, and, and so I certainly had to work on that. Like a model. I, well, you're very sweet. <laughs> like a model arms. That's you what are I too say. kind, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Truth. You're very sweet. A very dorky, dorky, We're going to get photographs woman, to but... prove it. Promise. <laughs> you're so sweet, but it was a challenge growing up. Right. women. I, I think back in my day, women weren't as tall as me growing up. I, I got that growth spurt early, uh-huh. and so it was very hard to find girls' clothing, teen clothing, long enough. Uh-huh. And so certainly uh, it, it helped me to learn to sew. Mm-hmm. and home economics and then people started following what I was making for myself and that's where I kind of came into people wondering if they, I could have them make them something uh-huh. it evolved from there and then which was really amazing certain postings blogs somebody got the word out that there were some interesting things I was doing uh, using recycled fabrics and vintage clothing but redoing it and the word got out a little bit in Hollywood, and so I started getting a great little uh, a grouping of, of uh, events down there. Uh, How it was, fun. It was great. And that really mandated lovely. that you had to travel down there, of course. Which, which is great. Was, which was <laughs> a real problem. Back to my hometown. Yeah. It, it is, and I got to, great. I've, got to, I've had the pleasure of working with so many amazing people. Uh, the King's Speech people, for example, that mm-hmm. was my first gig. Mm. And you, you can imagine being a person that loves Pride and Prejudice, a huge uh-huh. Colin Firth fan. And then having to go hang out with him and his beautiful wife, Livia, right. who really helped me get introduced to some wonderful stylists. So you did the whole like, production? Of I didn't do the costuming. Oh. I wish I had, because I oh. love that period. It was actually helping dress uh, Livia Firth for several events related oh, to cool. the, the red carpets while she was there in Los Angeles. Fair and enough. then in between that meeting, it was our first introduction to each other. We hit it off so well that she'd bring it over. She goes, hey, I'm going to have Helena come over. Let's dress her up. Mm-hmm. So here comes Helena Bonham Carter with her, her boyfriend, Tim Burton, and her mother. And, and people came in, and she kept introducing me to people. Uh-huh. It was like a dream come true, and it felt so like this can't be happening. Pinch myself. But then there they were, and they were so supportive. I think what it is, I, I, I hope to like to think that I'm a nice person. And... It was, I think we were so comfortable around each other, they wanted to help me. Yeah. So she introduced me to an amazing stylist named Elizabeth Stewart, who I keep continuing to work with. That's great. Well, you have an amazing energy. Thank you. So you come into <laughs> the studio. I'm very high energy. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I'm, 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 I need to come up to match your, stu- your, your energy. So You're and doing I'm sure you do great. that with, with everybody. And it doesn't surprise me they would want to hang out with you more. Oh, that's so They nice. maybe use Thank it as you. an excuse. <laughs> To keep you around, like no, 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 don't go. I have a friend. Come over, friend. Come over, Mick Jagger. Come over, whomever. Oh, I, would, I would love that, Mick Jagger. That my dream is to make him a cool T-shirt, some really tight pants, because he's amazing and uh, what an amazing performer. Um, certainly, I think it really helps in this business, is that you get you're very easy to get along with, and yeah. you roll with the flow, not intense, because uh, I, I, especially with movie stars, if you get all crazy and nervous. They kind of push away, so you definitely have to just, you know, be easygoing, and then they really appreciate that, and they'll have you come back. That's great. Yeah. That's good advice. <laughs> um, do you ever dabble with men's wear? I would love to. I actually, um, I've made my husband a few neckties. Uh-huh. I would love to do something in men's wear. I really would. Uh, when I see my cousins, my Italian cousins, I just see what they're wearing. I've always wanted to do a new concept of a tie. Uh-huh. Not a bow tie, not a necktie, but something different. Are you kicking something around? I you know. Can I'm share picking, with us I am now? working on. I'm actually doing a sketch on something I want to do because I know that this is this beautiful look, but I also mm-hmm. think there's a there's a something you could tie into it that could be something in between those two. 
So I'm kind of working on something. No, and I, I like, like what that you're idea. wearing. Yeah, well, I mean, this is just like rudimentary. You no, go to work, but I wear lots of scarves. I love scarves. And I, I, right after college, I lived in Belgium. I lived in London after that. Oh, you're And I adopted, lucky. you know, scarves mm-hmm. for practicality. It's, you know, also it's super dope. But I mean, for <laughs> practicality, like I'm hot, I'm cold. I'm hot, I'm, I, I, can, <laughs> I can go tighter, I can loosen it up. And but hasn't caught here in San Francisco. You like rarely see any men wearing um, scarves. I'd love to see that more. Me uh, too. I, I'm here, knuckle punch, because I think that's knuckle, a, punch, knuckle punch. Yeah. <laughs> I do that with my two boys, Chase and Cameron, often when we, something yeah. really cool happens, you know, so it's always good. I do this with my daughter. Girl. Fist <laughs> oh, bump. I go fist bump, blow it up, back to high oh, five. Oh, and, then and then one more for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> fist pump, sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's a, you know, just another one for some fun people that want to do yes, sparkle. Yes, for the ladies. That's yeah. incredible. I think okay. scarves are the yeah. best accessory. Do you? I grew up with a grandmother, and she had uh, sisters, lots of sisters, and I remember... Some of them told me about, you know, how they would uh, work in the factories when the men were gone at World War II because men were overseas or you yeah. know, fighting the war. Yeah. And some of them actually worked as Rosie the Riveters or worked yeah. in, in yes. men's industry back then. Yes. And, you know, tying the hair up in the scarf. I do that. And, and mm, it's cool. funny the reaction I get from that. Uh-huh. Tying it around the neck. When you travel, I bring uh-huh. about five different scarves. It makes a whole new outfit. Yeah. Tying it around the neck, tying it around the waist, uh-huh. put it on your wrist, tie it in a bow. It just adds a little something and it makes it more interesting. Well, I also read in your designs that you like things simple and then layer on accessories. That's mm-hmm. what we do with interior design a lot, but exactly. it sounds like you are well into that. Well, I think that's. I think it's really important to have, you know, sometimes I often will find a beautiful vintage story piece and I'll look at it, it's the same as fabric. I see it and I go, I don't know what I'm going to wear this to or what I will use it for, but I'm certainly going to buy it because I'm going to do something with it. And it's often I design a dress or an outfit just because of that piece of jewelry. Mm. And the other way around, I'll find fabric. We were just speaking about this. Yeah, you you just find fabric and you buy it. And you shelf it for a while. You shel- my poor husband, there are plastic tubs in my yeah. garage mixed in with his rock and roll band equipment uh-huh. and it's literally just piled against a wall my husband just laughs at me he goes okay i go i know i'm gonna use it just bear with it and it all ends up i end up working with it so it's great nice so pause there your husband's in a rock and roll band he, awesome he's an amazing guitarist really i didn't know and i always thought it was kind of cool that i'm 52 that I get to be a groupie in a band at 52. Very nice. With the lead guitarist. Oh, like the... It's pretty cool. The lead, exactly. <laughs> it's great. Um, let's see. So you guys live up in Napa, you said? Yeah, St. Helena. That's beautiful. And you brought an amazing wine. We have, did. I have you spent wine. a lot of time in the wine culture there? Well, we got my husband and I got married uh, up in St. Helena 23 years ago almost. Mm-hmm. And what happened, we ended up meeting somebody that had a piece of lamb for sale while we were... Um, there for our weekend on our, on our wedding day and my husband goes I hope you don't mind but after our wedding tomorrow we're going to go see this property and I said why not and it was 21 acres and it was an old barn no heat uh, I believe there were some bats in the belfry yeah. so to speak there were bats <laughs> for a few live pets that came with the house mm-hmm. and it was just the most beautiful setting and we ended up buying it on a whim and it was you know just a crazy impulsive uh by but it ended up being so beautiful and we didn't realize the vineyard had some history with it so we ended uh-huh. up buying it uh shared the wine with a truly wine cellars which was a who's a great winemaker in napa valley uh and we ended up making some of ourselves we had it for about six years and we had a nice offer 
from another gentleman that wanted to buy the land and we ended up selling it. But yeah. it, was a, it, was, it was a very wonderful opportunity and uh, it was a great experience. Had nice clients, great clients, and met a, a lot of really nice people. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, okay, so you have this artistic capability, I, clearly. I, God, I hope so, yes. Yes, <laughs> amazingly. So um, and so do you ever try, do you do your own designing or decorating in your home? Do you, do you find that fascinating too? I do, and I, I'm so lucky I'm married to an art dealer. So oh, thank God yeah. I can get good art for my house. <laughs> And so do you start and, with the art just like you do jewelry sometimes? You know what? And then build a room around it? Well, it's almost like I'm walking into your, your place here and it's so beautiful and I love everything, how it's accessorized. And this is an amazing place, number one. I want to come back here after all this and come back and hang yeah. out with you all. Um, I think it's beautiful. But certainly it's almost like dressing a woman. You start off with the, maybe perhaps the dress. Uh-huh. And then from there you figure out, just study her for a while and realize... I need this kind of earring for this, or I need I need gloves. I need a certain shoe. It's like you can't quite rush into interior design. You need a little time to really feel what the space feels like. Mm-hmm. But I, I do I do my own interior design. But I've been blessed enough to work with some other designers in the past, and a friend of mine, Jean Lorette, who's amazing. But this time around, I ended up we um, we got so crazy with our kids that I ended up. I just ended up filling it with things that I just found on traveling uh-huh. um, and then ended up, it's still work in progress. Still not yeah. done yet. <laughs> yeah. We have, we, my wife and I move around a lot. That's, well, oh, that's enough. okay. Yeah. I understand. We're put right now for, for <laughs> but like, um, because that's all we do is work for the people to get their houses complete. You, like yes. I have to rush into getting myself or getting our house set up mm-hmm. it has to be done that doesn't mean i won't come back and do reiterations absolutely but i have to like get it done otherwise like i won't stop i have to finish that in order to come home to that you know you know what's and wonderful it, about that though there are people that you know uh, fortunately i i really know what i want my space to look like because yeah. that's because we're artists and, and you are an amazing uh, designer so thank god we have you because there's a lot of people i have that I don't know how to dress Right. It's not their fault. They're just not exposed to it enough and they need help. And I love that I can do that for them. Just like somebody entrusts you to do their beautiful interiors. Well, I'll, and I'll bet, just like our house kind of has to be at a level of completeness mm-hmm. before I can even stop. Like I can't really I totally go further. That. Um, that must be like you. You have to arrive beautiful and like have, have the, your, your creations and be dressed well. And that must be such an important part of your life too, right? It is, but I laugh because I commute. So whenever there's something, it's usually in San Francisco. And my, yeah. my husband calls me the queen of applying mascara in the car, which is really bad. I hope the queen CHP of, isn't yeah, listening yeah. to this. Yeah. It's amazing, though. But uh, you uh, do. But off, you know, really, my family comes first. And I've got uh, two great dogs. So I'm always doing things with my family. But uh, it, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not uncommon to actually dress in the car a little bit uh-huh. and put earrings on. I, I can make it work. I'm, I'm the MacGyver of fashion, I say. <clears throat> nice. I can make it. I can make it work. And sometimes my wife's like, you know, it's the weekend. Like I put in on a sport coat to go to the park for, you know, like some, you know, some uh, kids event. I get you know? Oh, I've been and, there. And I've been there. Do you also find yourself, also find yourself like, why am I doing this again? Or What was that again? Um, I mean, do you ever find, I, I put a sport coat on to maybe just go to a kid's play day at a, a park for like a first grader. But I love that about you. Do you do you. that too or no? I, you know what? I can't, I, I love being casual. I have my yoga pants on, mm-hmm. but I always, don't laugh, I always, I never leave the house without something that kind of... Jazzes it yeah, up. Yeah, like a little scarf. If I'm wearing my yoga pants and my yeah. yoga top, I'll put my hair up and I'll put like a colorful scarf in there mm-hmm. because it's it's not only 
to make me feel good, which is to me is to feel good and just feel like I put a little effort into it. But mm-hmm. it's it, it, it gives me a chance for people to come up to me sometimes and would say, oh, I love that idea of the scarf. Yeah. And I always thought that's a nice conversation uh, piece to get to know somebody on yeah. the street. I know it sounds silly, but I often meet a lot of people right. just by smiling and walking down the street with something interesting on. And I love that. Oh, that's great. I, yeah. You're in the exact right I trade. Try. And, and... I try. And given there are some days where I just don't do anything and I just stay home and... Yeah. you know hang out with the family and do you have some inspirational designers that you look to or watch or uh, listen to there's there's quite a few that I love I tend to go towards the older ones um, my birthday is in a couple days uh, January oh, 21st thank you 52 and I'm already practicing 52 so yeah, I I, I would, <laughs> I'm already there in my mind I would have gone 44 <laughs> you're very good 40, it's amazing 45 yeah. it's soft light in here <laughs> yeah. but you know what though this, I was just thinking about this the other night, how important it is to still celebrate and enjoy your birthday. Yeah. Remember when you were young, mm-hmm. it was a big deal every year you got older. Mm-hmm. You're 21, I'm 21. It feels like with us as women, when we hit 30, we start kind of going, oh, I'm 30. And yeah. you're like, what's so bad about that? Yeah. And I used to kind of think that, and as I've gotten older, I realize birthdays are really special. And I've got a lot of history backing me up, and I love getting older. I know it sounds weird. Oh, I love that. The hip hasn't gone out yet, so figure since I do feel yeah. good, <laughs> it certainly makes um, it makes me feel happy. It doesn't bother me. No, so what it does, but I, I, and I think that I, I feel sad because I really want women to enjoy every every uh, decade of their life, or not decade, but every year of their life. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love my birthdays, and I recognize good. that sometimes people don't, and and I, I literally will. I'm now forty. I would be, I'm 41. I would go with I'm, I'm almost 42. Um, Look at me. And, uh, and great, great like hair. I never, I never like yeah, great suggest, hair. I, mean, I never will say I'm 42 until I'm actually crossed the threshold. Yeah. Like three doors, <laughs> you know, three days, three doors, three days away. And I'm still like, I'm, well, I'm 41 officially. I'm not going to project. Not doing like the kid I, thing where the kids are nine. They're like, I'm 10. Yeah, you know, they're like, they're, okay, I'm having 10. I'm yeah. celebrating the whole month. And you're like, and I love that enjoyment as, as being children. Yeah. That was the one thing. It's like this wonderment that we have as children that we kind of lose, I think, a little bit as we get older. And I think it's really important that we keep that wonderment our whole life. We don't just stop at 50. We continue on and mm. we, um, I know I sound like a... A preacher right now. I don't mean yeah. to sound like that. But preach, sister. Preach. Should still be. Yeah, we still. I mean, especially no, not I, only women, men too. Yeah, it's so important to just live your life and enjoy it. I find that very comfortable with who I ended up being and who I am. That's great. So here I am. I know. Me. Oh, so I had um, um, an event for Ooh. poetry night. Oh, sorry, sorry Ooh, for nice. for Christmas. Instead of having just a Christmas party, cocktail party. Okay. We had a few people. Okay. For we called it a poetry slam, and I've done the party a couple oh, of I times. Love that. I love so, poetry. Yeah, and so I invited three people, three groups of people rather. Okay. Some neighbors who happen to be you know fifty ish. Okay. I don't Great. know. I don't know in the range. Um, and then anyone who invites me to their parties, that was right. the second group. That's a good, a payback's good. Yeah. Because right. you have this like, free Pay it forward. And then <laughs> pay back, whatever. Yes. And then like, as many artistic you know, people that That's I could good. think of that would be good. Per- perhaps orators of poetry. Mm-hmm. And the people who enjoyed it the most were the ones that were 10 years my senior, okay. more settled with themselves. And they were the, my neighbors. I watched them dive into every moment it. of listening to the poems, and they got up there with more confidence and more assurance, and there, it, it was a really awesome thing to witness. I'm not sure if everybody picked that up, 
But it was. Oh, it's you know what I I definitely see that. It's funny when we were just in Europe a few weeks, ago, well, a couple months ago, and you know my husband had a little bit of work, so I had a, a day to myself, and I thought I'd walk around. And when I was in my twenties, I'd be so nervous going to Paris and uh-huh. sitting at a table and yeah. you know looking around you know, with my little map. I would be a little nervous being by myself. Yeah. But at this age, I just love it, and I chat yeah. chatted up with people. Obviously, I'm. Not at a loss for words. I love, I love, yes. I talked way too much, en but français. I guess that's part, not French, unfortunately. <laughs> but in general, I, yeah. I tend to speak a lot. And, yeah. and, uh, and, but I love chatting with people, uh, the waiter, the people sitting next to me. And there's something wonderful about being by yourself and just exploring the world. I, don't, I feel very comfortable doing that. And I think it, it's my age, mm. you know? You learn to get comfortable with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I, the birthdays, like what I usually do is just to write about my birthday or the few days after or something, I kind of just take stock of the year. Similar thing to the New Year's. Mm-hmm. I kind of like bookending, you know. Yes. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, oh that was good... that could have been better. Okay. You know, whatever. I, I, I don't like look at the bad, year's bad. That's good. But it's kind of nice. I always like kind of bookending and put them into a little chapter. You know, that's I, actually a good idea, though. I think, I think we uh, sometimes we forget things that have happened to us. And maybe it's, you know, I used to uh, do a journal when I was younger, uh-huh. but be, between having children and, and, and uh, being kind of busy, you forget to do that. But I think that's a great idea to, to make, to take notes on that. Yeah. Absolutely. It just kind of takes stock. But you know what though? It, it helps you kind of relate back to it. And then later on in life, you read back in those chapters and you go, oh yeah, I remember this. And it reminds you of that experience. Um, Love do it. you Do you do much social media or do... Not much. I am so technology, I, I call myself a technology loser. My kids are so good at it, and uh, I am just awful at it, and I, I don't just, know what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was just curious. I'm I, getting I mean, better, though. I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to get on my new Instagram this week, so there is hope for me. Yeah. My kids are going to help me, of course. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was thinking about, um, you know, one of the questions I kind of ask people, for we've done this for, what, a year and a half now? Something like that? And in, we've had tech bloggers on and tech reporters which and are really important all I, mean, kind, I, mm-hmm. I mean all kinds of people but you know social media is changing our lives mm-hmm. that's a, a good question we sometimes ask um, how do you think it's changed your business in the last you know, few years but it just has so yes. really the next question from now on for me is how, what's it going to be like in five years what else can we is it going how exactly. else is it going to evolve because that's already done evolved you know well it's a that's a really good question because we don't we it's hard to see the future but i gosh i see i mean i i see my kids when we're on a road trip somewhere going to tahoe or, or going to los angeles they are glued to those phones and i have to pry them away from those phones but i realize this is kind of how our generation communicates now and that's they're looking for they're looking for things and i, I think people are really a lot of people are visual learners and i think it's very exciting to go on and see the social media I'm hoping that there'll be a combination of social media and some sort of way where it starts conversation with people that are uh, together. So there's mm. something that kind of works on, on both parts. So you don't lose that sense of socializing with a person live in front of you. But also uh, the social media, I think, is very important, though. I think it plays a big part in our lives right now. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more... Um, forward on Instagram and keeping up with it more mm-hmm. just picking one sticking to it but you know that's um, there might be a better path that I'm, I need to start thinking about mm-hmm. next and that's kind of what I'm going to try to start uncovering well, but no. I don't know yet I, you know that's a good question I don't know it'll be interesting I, I almost uh, 
the only thing I've come up with, my husband thinks it's, it's, it's a good idea, is I've always wanted to, wanted to approach Pandora. I, I don't know if you ever... Do you have your song in your head every morning when you wake up first thing my, in the morning? My, my walk-up song? Yeah, your, your song. Your, <laughs> my personal your, walk-up the, song? Yeah, I have, I have a song every morning. It? Well, you know, the, today was Sergio Mendes, uh, oh. Mas uh-huh. It's just this great song. And then the Black Eyed Peas did a wonderful rendition with it, with cool. Sergio Mendes for cool. a big anniversary. And uh, it's just got such a great rhythm. And I love Brazilian music. Uh, the bossa nova is incredible and it just puts you a little step i always say have a song in your car when you're driving to work or with your (laughs) headphones and make sure it's a good walking song Uh and it makes you have a little smile on your face and that's how you start your day and i think Mm. it's important to have that wake-up song and and just keep it with you and once you turn it off you still have it up here and make sure it gives you a good attitude a good a good uh, feeling about yourself but i've always wanted a pandora to start putting this in cities where there's a speaker system where Pandora oh, plays. Yes. You walk the city streets and it'd be so fantastic. <laughs> yeah, to have in every, and maybe some little bossa nova. Yeah. I think it would eliminate crime in some areas. I think you're right. How can you how can you break into a car when there's that's an amazing song by gosh, there's so many artists. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, something that makes you happy. I think it would be a great Pandora if you're listening. Yeah. I think it would be really great to do that in, in cities where there's maybe it looks a little gritting, but certainly you can get that music going, and it's going to inspire people to be happy. Yeah. And uh, yes. You know the YouTube song. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Oh, one of my. Oh, it's one of mine. I yeah, listened to that last week. Song. I have a oh, yeah. Sprinkles. You too. That's nice. a great song. Yeah. Oh, that's a great. I know. It's kind song. of Good like choice. it's not. Well, it's not like a new song anymore. But you it know, never what, goes out of style. Not. I had this. Not you too. I love you too. <laughs> I had this event where uh, I was helping co-emceeing. How and fun they, was they that? needed to like introduce me. Okay. And, like we're gonna give you the walk up music, kinda like baseball players they walk up to yeah. some song, you know. Yeah, we have A C D C you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, Okay, uh, a beautiful day, you know. I love it. And that. then uh, so they <laughs> they're like, and Jeff Schlarb's gonna help us out and everyone was like, you know, who's Jeff Schlarb? Oh. Like, <laughs> but I knew so, it going into it. Soon they heard that song. They knew you <laughs> no, were. Really, the walk-up music had come from the crowd. like 120 people there. So it wasn't that big of a crowd. And it was and like fist bumping play. people as I walked up to the yeah, stage. Yeah, I and love like, that. Just sort of shooting from the hip doing it, some of this. That's the way it should be. It, but you know what? I love that. That's like one of my favorite songs by YouTube. Yeah. I mean... It's so like, it's like, you know the sound, the music comes up before the voice, the singing, you're just like, oh my God, I love this song. That's I know. I love that. Yeah, See, that's the enthusiasm. Own. Oh, go ahead, Jeff, go. And let it slip oh, away. Yeah. <laughs> I just did karaoke on Saturday, Friday night. Well, you have a beautiful speaking voice. Oh, yeah. I, mm. you have a, I could tell a you have a good tone. singing voice. No. Oh, it's, my husband has a very low, I, I, sorry, yeah. but he has a very sexy low voice. Yeah. And the first time I went out with him and, and t- spoke to him on the phone, I'm like, this guy has got a wonderful voice. It was oh, like, right it was on. so... So what was one of my first little flirtatious moments was hearing his voice. Oh, groovy. <laughs> hey, so um, what's the, um, what maybe the, the coolest place mm-hmm. you've seen someone wearing one of your designs? Oh, your gosh. Dresses? Well, I have to tell you one of my, uh, a couple of them. Uh, I was so lucky. I, I, Jennifer Newsom, who's such an inspiration. She's a wonderful, wonderful girl. And Gavin, such a beautiful family, such nice people. She was lucky enough. I shouldn't say lucky. She's a very talented uh, filmmaker. And she had a film that had been nominated for Academy Award a few years back. And she was nice enough to wear a design I, I had in mind for her. And so I went down to L.A. and just to see her. And she was actually, I believe she was seven months pregnant at the time or six months. 
and oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. And I dressed her in this vibrant, beautiful red, just simple design, enough to show her her beautiful, you know, pregnant belly, uh-huh. but enough just to make it look classy and gorgeous. And then here she is at the Oscars. That was pretty amazing. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and another thing, there was a, a couple of my dresses were in a couple of, um, well, one movie. I don't know if you saw the movie Chef. I haven't, but okay. I'm going to go oh. Google it now. <laughs> Sophia Vergara wore one of my dresses in that. And I have to tell you how cool it is to see it on the big screen. I'll bet. And she's just, I love her. Love everything about her. She's a crack up. Um, Oh, I can't imagine. That would be so exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. But my my third favorite, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. um, We're we're both friends with Bly Faust, who's an amazing movie producer. And she just rocks in every way. And she produced the film Spotlight, which is amazing. um, And such a good story. So well documented. So well filmed. And I got to dress her and her, her partner, Nicole um, Rocklin, and to see them all dress up for Oscar night and mm. getting them all ready before they leave. And to me, I was, I was like crying for them. I, I had little tears, but I didn't want to show them. But I feel like their mother sending them off yeah. to the ball because here are these two young ladies that made this amazing film and they're both so young and so, so smart and so kind. And I, that was one of my, I had chills on that one. I was very excited to be a part of that. Yeah. Oscar night. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> Let's see. So I'm now going to move into the speed round. Okay. I think we've got speed round. Speed round. The like speed that. round time. Speed round. Okay. Hold <laughs> on. Here, I gotta take a sip of water. Yeah. No, me too. <laughs> okay. So your favorite color. That's not even that interesting. Let me skip that one. Green. I need oh, green. Okay. I do like green. Okay. Green. Green's beautiful. Um, and I asked before, but I didn't get this. But what's your favorite pattern? My favorite pattern. Category, maybe. Category. I'm gonna have to go with a. Uh, I love between the late 30s, early 40s, um, but mid 40s is probably my favorite. It was it was time when there was World War II and it was ending. And women, I noticed when you look at uh, old video footage of, uh, of World War II, you notice people started dressing up even more because uh-huh. the war was over, and that was a big moment. Oh. And so I remember seeing photographs from relatives, and, and, and I noticed they stepped up their game a little bit. Uh-huh. My husband has great video footage from Florence from his father, who was a GI. He filmed on camera the day uh, after the war was over. Uh-huh. And he went to Florence because uh, he was a GI and had uh, been doing some of the bombing missions there. And he has film of the women in Italy dressing up in their finest. They uh-huh. had just been through a horrible situation in Italy. Um, and then all of a sudden they're dressed up. They, they do their Italian style and they came out in full force. And the women are just looking glamorous. And I just think that was a beautiful period. Oh, that's a beautiful it picture. It was a bad, a bad ending of something very horrible. And then it ended up, people felt alive again. They felt oh, yeah. like they wanted to, to feel good about getting dressed up again. Mm. I guess. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of makes me think of another question. I'm going to have to pause the speed round. Let's see if I can articulate this. Oh, I'm sorry. I talked too No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm like, that's how it goes. long answer. This, sorry. <laughs> this oh, is the speed round on like a 25 mile an hour lane you know yeah. it's like not, the, not that big. <laughs> um but uh so much not everybody in the world but but in every culture there's like you find people um really being invigorated by fashion and invigorated mm-hmm. by how they mm-hmm. show themselves and how they present themselves I absolutely mean, that's just something you must have thought about for years i mean it's in italy it would be in Sudan. It would be mm-hmm. in like Afghanistan with like beautiful colors oh. of, of even the, the, the absolutely the, you know what they wear, mm-hmm. headdresses and everything. We we were in Morocco two years ago with our sons, and, and we had a wonderful trip. We went to Fez and in uh, several areas around the area of Fez, and it was so beautiful going to the bazaars. 
and you'd see all the fabric and the textiles. And the women, you know, definitely there's, you know, it's it's a it's a Muslim-based country, so it was beautiful seeing how the women wrapped themselves in some of these textiles. Uh, it was captivating, and mm. uh, and so I was influenced by that a lot. Istanbul, Turkey, beautiful, beautiful city. And in the, it, some, some people are very westernized in their style, and yeah. some are very traditional. But there was beauty in the traditional, you know, uh, of what they were wearing. I think, uh, I think there's so many countries. I love to travel just so I get inspired by uh-huh. the different cultural outfits they mm-hmm. wear. Um, Nairobi, I believe it is. Or is it Nigeria? I apologize. Which is, these are beautiful countries. And there's a style called Ankara. I believe it's A-N-K-A-R-A. And these women look gorgeous in these uh-huh. dresses and the textiles and the colors. I, I just think all women are so beautiful, no matter where they're from. Yeah. Well, I'm just kind of thinking, I mean, even in nature, you've got, you know, Absolutely. peacocks is an easy example. Absolutely. You know, attracting other mates or attracting people mm-hmm. or, or attracting mm-hmm. the energy around them. I mean, it's, yeah, gosh, it's been going on for I know. Ever. And the male species is always usually the most ornate. <laughs> yeah. It's going to win that female over. Uh, absolutely nature. I mean, I live on a beautiful vineyard. And so the seasons, you really see them there. Right now, the vines are being pruned and it's very bare. Uh-huh. But probably in two weeks, the mustard starts coming up. Yeah. And that yellow and the mustard is so gorgeous. Uh, and, and so I've made dresses based on that color matching that yellow uh-huh. with the contrast with the green and the, the dry vines that are brown with, with no uh, branches. Uh, colors and sunsets, absolutely. I, I get inspired a lot by nature. Oh, yeah. Flowers, oh my God. And when do you think sort of fashion took off I mean when when in our ages I mean is it like I don't know the answer is it you know 100 AD is it 1100 AD is it that's that's a good question I mean really I I think I mean just going to a lot of museums we always brought our our kids to a lot of museums and my my husband I love museums I I, when I think back on uh, the Egyptians uh, when you realize all of them really because of the heat and what have you they shaved their heads and so they wore these beautiful wigs that were made out of black, you know, the black, the black uh, ebony with the, you know, different styles and the ornate jewels they would use. Oh my God, they would use anything from the gold right. to jasper stone, which comes in yellows and greens, uh, oranges and blues. Um, the Egyptian period, I just thought, you know, the, the hieroglyphics with the, the designs of how they portrayed the, the people in that. That was a pretty amazing time. Um, I know that's searching way back. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I didn't even But clothing about that. was that... kind of not much going on before that. So I think right. that's when... I think that's when things started coming alive was maybe the Egyptian period. <laughs> and which color green do you I'm like? sorry? In the green, you said green is your favorite green. color. Oh my which God. color can you describe the green? I'm well, just curious. I love like, traveling in Asia and, and the different variations of green jade are so gorgeous. Uh-huh. Um, there's a green jasper stone that comes out of Israel and Jordan and it's a natural stone and it's so beautiful. It's a jade green. It's almost like a light, bright... Uh, seafoam green but much richer uh-huh. and that color i think is so beautiful on everyone oh that's cool <laughs> um let's see so uh what about a favorite dress for a junior high dance <gasps> and describe it oh i've i've actually i i have we have a wonderful school where we live it's at the public school of saint Helena, and we're so lucky and I've had a few mothers that uh, don't know what to do, and, they, and their daughters end up finding these dresses that are very short. <laughs> yes, yes. So I've had some little fights in there with moms and daughters, you know, what to wear. 
but I can end up sometimes adding a little fabric at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and often I just let these these nice girls borrow a dress, or I help them kind of create something they may already have because it's expensive. Yeah. And I hate to for the parents to have to buy something you know so expensive. I say, hey, let them borrow it, bring it back the next day or whatever. And um, I think there's something uh, depending on high school or junior high. There's you know the young teenage girls are starting to feel who they are. Uh-huh. They're insecure in a lot of ways, but some of them are you know. I hate to say this, developed sometimes or getting into that position of kind of developing their figures. So it's, it's, it's a compromise with mothers and daughters. But I always think it's good not to show a lot of skin at that age, but certainly I know they do want to show a little skin, but I think there's a height requirement. It shouldn't be any uh, higher than the upper thigh, I think, for that age. <laughs> I think so. I'm, gonna... I'm not saying I'm not ruling it out, but, uh, uh, but certainly I think there's something to be said by, you know, just... Keeping mom happy and dad happy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> I've seen a few of those. I've got two young girls. At, oh, so how old are your girls? Um, ten and uh, seven. You know? Oh, you're getting there. You'll be there in a few I years. Know, so I know. I have two going, sisters. Like, I was thinking below the... I... the... <laughs> Below the calf? I know, I know you. It's below the ankles too far? It's not going to happen. If I was your daughter, I had a vintage prom dress that went below the knee like T-length. It was kind of a 50s style. And so I think my parents were very happy about that. But uh, I come from, you know, I have two sisters. They're amazing. I love them so much and two wonderful parents. So back in our day, things were a little bit longer anyway. So they weren't as many. So I don't think we ever had a problem. But I I see now the girls definitely go very short, some of them. And, uh, you should just wear skorts. Skorts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think sometimes it's like tacky. I, I, have to, I have to recommend Spanx if they go short. Like, just wear something just so we don't pull a, a Britney Spears or something get yeah. out of the car. <laughs> Sorry to say that. Okay, so how about this? Um, first word that comes to mind, Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, Edith Head, costume designers. Uh, oh, gosh. I think it's really key... Uh, when you've got a star that is, is starring in a movie now, if it's a piece where it's you know everyday life, there's a certain look for that. But I think if you've got a, a film where the the starlet is you know maybe in a, a different realm of life where she really needs to stand out, I think uh, Hollywood to me is you really have to go back to the days of the costume designers, Adrian, Edith Head. Uh, there were so many that were incredible, and they were on contract with the studios, and they had their starlet. They worked directly with them. Hollywood. I mean, the first thing that really made me notice uh, dresses in Hollywood movies was probably Alfred Hitchcock. And that was early on, but then I would evolve to older films and and wish I could see those black and whites with all those great actresses, Betty Davis, in a color, but it was black and white films. So I would sometimes draw out what the dress would look like, but in color. Uh And I thought that uh, that was fun. Awesome. Okay, I hope that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, denim or linen? Denim is always great. Denim's great, but linen's great too. Um, I, I love both actually. Uh, denim does not wrinkle as much. I'll give you that. Linen can sometimes get a little wrinkly. Oh, yeah. But it's too wrinkly. I'm going to go with denim. I'm going to go with denim. I have a couple of nice linen shirts. And, and they're great. My wife thinks they're so cool. She's like, ah, oh, it's great wine country. You know, you go up to the. Sure. We go up to Hillsburg a lot. And yeah, you sit in the car there. and it wrinkles. Oh, yeah. Your it's terrible, you know. But they're so beautiful and they take they take dyes really well. Yeah. But you're right. And I love, I mean, I love a good linen shirt. We were in Havana and the men were wearing a lot of linen shirts. But it's right, though, if you have to sit down or be in a position, the wrinkle starts there. That's all. Uh-huh. <laughs> you kind of have to tuck because you have well, to tuck. You know, depending gonna, on the. There's a no tuck policy on this. I mean, I have to. I tuck. love and, and a linen shirt policy. is great because it does breathe really well. It's yeah, a wonderful yeah. fabric. But denim, I like a good denim. I really do. Um, 
favorite neighborhood in LA or San Francisco? Oh gosh, let's see, let's do both. Let's see, LA. Yeah. You know, I still like the old Hollywood Sunstrip. I swear to God, I still love driving down there. It, it, even if you go further east, uh, I remember my parents driving us down there when we were kids. Uh, and, and it was a little seedy, let's face it. This is like early 70s. I, uh, and it was definitely a very seedy area. But in the last few years, they've definitely cleaned it up a bit. And you just, you drive down there and it's just so beautiful. But uh, I would say the Hollywood Hills, I love, my, my grandparents had a house in the Hollywood Hills. And, you know, I sometimes, uh, I'll drive up in that area just to see the old house and then also just see what the, uh, what the, the houses look like. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, right behind uh, Montmar. That's a beautiful ace. I mean, not Montmar, that Chateau. Uh, what am I going blank on the name of the hotel, the famous mm. one? Oh, uh, gosh. I'm, It'll come I'm to me. I'm probably no help to you. <laughs> Biltmore, no. Chateau Mar, not Mar. Mar. There we go. Thank you. Oh, I my threw gosh. something else. You it was a blonde moment there. Me. I lost track of brain, <laughs> brain waves there. No, that's great. And then, so my last question for you mm -hmm. um, is what is your favorite room in your house and why? My favorite room was we have one big room, which is a combination of a huge kitchen, a black dining room table that always is filled with things cut out of my garden, and then it, it and a living room, and it's like where everybody hangs out, and it opens up to a huge window system that it opens out to an outdoor living area. So that and the view of the mountains and the vineyards and our pool, I hate to say it, but it is like my favorite place to be. Mm -hmm. I just, I can hang out there all day. It's perfect. Oh, that's great. And it's a great um, place where our family gathers and we have all of our friends over there because we like to entertain. I'll bet they're happy to come. I think, you know what? I think it's a, it's such a, I think that just the, the, the outdoor view. I mean, even if I had no furniture in there, I think people would sit on the floor and still like it because the view is so beautiful. Cool. Very lucky. Very cool. Well, Karen, it's lovely to have you. Is it? That was so much fun. Yeah, it goes so fast. <laughs> but you are such a ball of, of, of energy and brilliance. I am. And I'm I love so your sorry. design sensibility. Thank you so much. I look much. through all uh, types of photos on the. Um, it's a little nutty. There's well, no ready to wear. On. And it's just like, it's something I just go, ooh, I'm going to make this today. And I love it. Thank <laughs> you like so much. Well, you are 100% custom. And, I, mean, I just, I just love it all and, and love you. it more. Gosh, that makes me feel good. Well, you're so you. lovely and so, so nice, Jeff. We got to hang out though. And this is true. I think we go out, and I forgot to tell you my favorite uh, hangout place in San Francisco is North Beach. Yes. I can walk down Columbus any day of the week, any night. I think it's fantastic. Oh, any so night. So how about next time I come to the city, I'll get my hubby to come down, your wife, and we'll go have drinks at Tosca or, or Tosca. I always pronounce it wrong. Yeah. And and walk the streets of North Beach for a good Italian meal. I love it. I, Knuckle punch. Yeah. And sparkles <laughs> Sparkle. at the end. Yes. Cool. Thanks again for thank, coming. No, thank you so much for, for having me. This is, I've never done a podcast. I'm honored. And this was so much fun. And come see the green couch. It's amazing here. Yeah. I can't wait to go back to this. Day. Thank you. Thank you.